Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. It's Friday. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. We're nearly at Christmas. A week to go. Um, they break up today, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Feels really early. I mean, what are we going to do with them? No, do you know what? I was actually thinking the opposite. My kids are absolutely wrecked. Like, oh, they are woke they? up on Monday morning. Oh, they are exhausted, George. Like last week, we had Kit's Nativity play, Luna's Nativity play. They had to perform it four times. Oh, so my they did gosh. It. Yeah, I know. They did it to the school, they did it to the teachers, they did it twice for the parents. Then Luna had like a, a dance performance on the Friday night with um, the Kimberly White Dance Academy that she's been doing this term. So that was like a big thing at the Adelston Community Centre. Um, you know, we had like the Christmas fair on the Sunday, where uh, the Saturday where they met Father Christmas. They've got stinking colds and coughs. They are ready to They stop. need it. They, yeah, and they need to yeah. get some sunshine. That is yeah. one thing. Do you, I always think like at this time of year that you look at the kids and they just look like zombies. They just, yeah, they zombies. just look like they need some some sunshine. That's the yeah. only way I could describe it. Yeah. To clear up the colds, to just give them a little boost. I mean, I, I still mm. feel like it's quite early, but I've actually had my kids at home this term for two weeks because we had like really really bad fluey type thing for a week yeah. and then norovirus so I, I had oh, two weeks God. so I, I feel like this term is really short um, it's been quite short in your house yeah, yeah it's I been understand really that. Short. they have been ill a bit haven't they bless you yeah. you guys have been battling it yeah proper like two big episodes of sickness in our house um mm. but hopefully we're going to go into a new term and we'll we'll be all good um and yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. I don't know about you as well, but mine have just started, even more so, just started to ignore me or say no back to me. I'm so sick of telling my children to either, come on, guys, why don't you get yourselves ready for school? Or can you go and brush your teeth? Or can you just put your school shoes on? They just say no, or they just ignore me. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I asked them five times if they could brush their teeth. By the end of it, I was like, what is wrong with you, little dicks? Just do it. Why don't they just do it? <laughs> I'm not asking them to go and climb well, a mountain. Funny, funny you should say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> because <okay>. actually <laughs> our guest that we spoke to at the live could probably answer that for you. I need to get um, on speed dial then. Yeah, we do. I mean, what this woman doesn't know about children and their behaviour literally isn't worth knowing. But also it makes no. me feel like if I do shout at them or like I've taken something 
the wrong way or whatever it makes me feel really bad because then mm. when she explains it i'm like oh god i know they're but just we're only sad. human george we are only, you're right they're not it's not that they're just I, like she so we're we're bringing you another episode from the live show that we did last week and this one is a q a with dr marta dr marta's been on the podcast before and we really wanted to kind of explore the child beneath the behavior because in those moments of heightened heightened like tantrums emotion rage you know from both us and the kids it's very hard to see the wood through the trees at that point and you end up you know potentially shouting being the shouty parent that we really don't like to be but it's really natural um, and it's really confusing and quite hard to understand what's going on in their little brains at the time and yeah. look don't beat yourself up about it I mean one of the things I asked was um about bribery like is it okay to say to your child if you eat this piece of broccoli <laughs> I'll give you and she yeah. goes 100% don't do that and I was like oh shit <laughs> I've been doing that for like six years now that's obviously not the right thing to do oh so gosh, we're there all is learning so much I was gonna say mm. there's so much stuff that I was like I mean is that okay to do and she just looked at me like again no no, no, definitely not. not. <laughs> definitely not. But we all do it. Exactly. We all do it. And our kids are actually all right. So, you know, we can't be doing too much of a bad job. What I loved about this um, this conversation was actually after we recorded it, we had quite a bad couple of days with with Kit and just like him sort of lashing out and yelling at me. You know, I, I, I literally could say to him, Kit, could you put, pop your coat on? And he'd be like, why are you so mean to me? You're just mean to me all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, God. I just asked you to put your coat on. I'm not trying to be an asshole. But then I, it, normally I'd be like, just put your coat on. And actually I just got down to his level and just cuddled him. And then he mm -hmm. broke down and then the sadness came. And that's something that she said in the podcast. It does work. That's the thing. Whenever mm. I go back to that sort of her strategy, it, I think oh, this really does work. I just need yeah. to remember to actually put it in place. Yeah. Um, and again, it is easier said than done, but I did really enjoy this chat. And me. Let's get into it then, George, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Today, we are chatting to live Dr. Marta. Marta has been on the podcast before. Who who's listened to that episode? Anyone here? You will yeah. you know that she really, really knows her stuff. For those people <laughs> here this evening that haven't heard of Dr. Marta, do you want to just tell us a little bit about your background, what you do? I'm a clinical psychologist and I've spent around 18 years working with children and families. So I know some stuff. A little bit. Just a tiny <laughs> bit. And you did just tell us this is your first time doing yeah. something like this. Yeah. So would you like a drink before we get oh, started? Oh, well done, Georgia. <laughs> Let's just calm the nerves. Just water, probably. Just water. Yeah, okay. Don't want fine. me drinking. Do in a fancy glass, though, or a normal glass? Yeah, fancy glass. Fancy glass. Um, yes. Let's get into this Q&A because we've got so many questions to get through. Uh, I'm going to start with this one. Three-year-old constantly goes into rage when frustrated. Kicking, hitting, screaming, biting, throwing toys. Is this ringing any bells? <laughs> Help us. What do I do? So it rings some bells for me because I have a nearly four-year-old who does exactly that. Okay. So I, the first thing I would say is this is very normal behaviour for this age. And it's to do with dysregulation, which basically means emotional overwhelm, their brains have switched off, they're completely out of control. The hitting and the throw at the thrashing around is not intentional. It's actually often really frightening to kids. So no harm will come to them if you just sit and wait it out. Try and not get too close to them. Like my child properly thrashes. Mm. So I need to tell her I'm here, you're safe. But I tend to keep about this distance, like between you and me, Georgia, is about yeah. right. So I'm nearby and I get quite close to the ground. 
because when we're standing, we're actually towering over our kids and that can be like an additional threat. Right. And my last tip would be try not to speak very much because it's just an additional stressor. So just stay quiet, even though you won't be feeling calm, just stay quiet. So this yeah. whole like, stay calm, you know, what's wrong with you? What do you want? All that stuff, but that no. doesn't help us. The brain's all. switched off, so you can't really, that's not the moment. You need to wait till the storm has passed. And I often say, you know, you, you need to notice the sadness and when the sadness shows up, that's when you know the storm has gone and you can approach your child and do some of the talking. So when they're hitting out and stuff, it actually means they're sad? Well, it means there's it something... Mean... Yeah, it could mean they're sad, it could mean they're overstimulated, mm. right. it could mean that they're, they are really angry. Sometimes, like, kids feel rage. They don't feel anger, they just go straight into rage. Um, so it just means they feel something really intensely and they can't communicate it with words because when they're in that overwhelmed moment, yeah. their language yeah. just goes. Who here has been in a scenario where their child, you know, whether it was in a supermarket or in a library or in a, you know, a school playground, where their, their child has just completely lost their shit. No, started having it's actually yeah. Raise your yeah, hand if yeah, that's Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, mine has done that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we've all been in that environment, but it's really hard to know what to do in those situations. And I think, you know, at that point, there's no manual of someone walking past going, no, here it is. Tell them is. to calm, yeah, calm down, get down to their level. But like, should we discipline them? Because... Like, for me, it feels wrong to be like, oh, don't worry about punching me in the face. That's fine. <laughs> you can't I'm let them sad. punch you in the face. Georgia, who's punching you in the face? No, but do you know what I mean? You know, I, it feels weird. So yeah. should you, like, discipline them? A hundred percent, we should be disciplining our kids, but discipline means teaching. Right. Okay. Not punishing or shaming or harming. Discipline is about teaching your kid. And if in that moment, like, if you understand that they're not doing it with the intent to hurt you, or you know, harm anyone. They're doing it because their body's actually out of control. So if you could watch their brain on a screen, you would see that it's just gone wild, right? And in that moment, what they just need is a bit of calm. So okay. if it is overstimulation, it's actually quite helpful if you're in a busy place like a supermarket. Mm. Oh. I know it's hard, even if they're thrashing. So I carry them like this, not like this, okay? Extra tip. But if you carry them like this, um, they thrash. Right here, like a rugby ball. <laughs> like a rugby ball. Get them yeah. okay. It's much better out. than like this, because if you pick them up like this, they will hit you on the face. And yeah. I mean, my child does this. Um, but you want to take them somewhere quiet and calm just for a bit. So it might be a quieter part of the supermarket or the car, even if it's just for a moment. You want them to like get their brain back to calm. Yeah. But discipline is about teaching. It's not about like you know they're not punching like you on the, in the face on purpose. Like yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah. Just, it's not previous. It's hard, hard, isn't it though? In that moment, to be like, okay, I know you're not doing it on purpose. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Nursing your bloody yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Can we talk about biting? Does, <laughs> does biting come under the same sort of realm as as hitting and? It can be if it's when they're like angry, but biting is a little bit different because it's sensory and often little ones will bite because their teeth hurt or because it's pleasurable. Yes. What's that thing you've got it, haven't you? What? Where you like to bite things. What's, it's oh no, it's where I think something's really cute. Cute aggression. Cute aggression. Yeah, I'm not aggressive, but I've got cute aggression. I don't know what that is. So it, means, <laughs> it means, you know, like if something's really sweet, you're like, oh, no? Just yeah, like, <laughs> like you want to bite them. Yeah, you're like, mm. you want to squidge them. Yeah, like, oh, I get or that. like yeah, with yeah, the yeah. dummies. I don't know if anyone else used to do that, but oh, like, wait, wait for it. I bite the dummies. 
Oh no, okay. I'm not right, am I? <laughs> You're all right. Is We're all going to take me away. Lots of adults like biting. Maybe yes. it's what did you call it? Cute biting. Cute, Cute aggression. aggression. Cute aggression. I don't know if um, I made that myself, did I? No, you did. We, we talked <laughs> about it heavily on the. Yeah, we did. We, we did. It. So biting is slightly different. And, and you want to redirect it appropriately. So you want to okay. move a child. So first of all, with biting, your child has to be really close before they bite. So if you know that your child might do that, you need to like just be really aware of it, right? Prevention is always better. You okay. want to prevent that from happening. And then you want to redirect them to something they can chew on. So like, you know, teething toys are good, or they call them chew toys for older kids. Right. And they're just, they're a bit more grown up, but they're really like nice. And you need to have things like that around that they can chew on if that's, that's what they've got. They've got a little bitey moment. Yeah, I need some of them. <laughs> We've got a whole host of them backstage for Jordan. I mean, <laughs> um, can we talk about the naughty step? Because okay. I'm going to be honest with you, that naughty step, it just does not work in our house. We try and put Kit, at, like we've got a naughty step, which is just mm -hmm. the bottom step of the stairs. I'll put him on the step and be like, you stay there. And then he'll just run off laughing or then crying and screaming. And every time I try and take him back, he just doesn't sit, sit on it. So how, how does a naughty step work if a child doesn't sit on it? I would not advise you to use the naughty step. Okay, and we don't. <laughs> and off you go again. However, <laughs> however, I would say you. They call it call it time in. They call it whatever. I would say if your child is having a moment like a tantrum or the big protest, and you they need some quite you know the naughty step time, stay with them, but go somewhere nice. Like I call it the quiet corner or the cozy corner. Okay. And sit with them and let them like just relax. You don't have to say a lot. You could have some fidgety toys, bitey toys. You could have like a soft, cuddly toy, one of those squidgy pillow things yeah. that all yeah. the kids love. And you just want to sit with them and wait until it, the storm kind of passes because your little one's a bit older. And when the storm passes, they're able to speak so then you can have a conversation yeah. with Kit and yeah. say, what's going on? What happened before? It doesn't work because it doesn't teach kids anything and it just leaves them on their own with their painful feelings with no one to support them. Right. So I do not advise that you use it. So yeah. Kate, if you have, no bad will come to your child if you have. <laughs> I go back to this whole thing, there's no manual anywhere. Yeah. No, we've had quite a few questions on rewards. So should you reward good behavior? I think this is a really interesting question. Should you reward good behavior? In my book, the reward to good behavior is that it's good behavior. Like, what so are you doing? rewarding them with? I think what you can do is offer them discrete bits of praise, but it's not like, yeah, you did something wonderful. <laughs> when we do something good, whatever it is, the reward is that it feels good to us when we do yeah. it. Yeah. That's, we've got the reward. But if you see your child doing something nice, let's say like some nice bit of play with their sibling or a child or whatever, you can say something like, oh, it's really good. You're playing so nicely. That's lovely. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's a reward if you like, but I wouldn't give kids like stickers or tokens, things like that. The reason why they tend to only work in the short term is because it's external validation. And then kids are not really paying attention to their behavior. They're paying attention to the right. sticker. sticker. They're, so they're like, I want that thing. Right. And the learning's just gone. What about if they do really well at something, like, I don't know, get all their spellings right, and you're like, yeah. great, I mean, I do it. Here's some football tokens. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to say no. <laughs> no, I'm going to say, if that works for you, you should do that. Yeah. It's absolutely, you're not harming your kids if you do that. That's absolutely What fine. about if you eat this piece of broccoli, you can have... <laughs> so, I am going to say no to that. Okay, does it? That's not... <laughs> but I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. So, if you do that, if you say, if you eat this piece of broccoli, I will give you a strawberry. I'm making it up. 
you're actually reinforcing that the strawberry is really good, yeah. really like valuable, and the broccoli is like a punishment I have to get through. So what we teach our kids is not to eat healthy, because the day that you're not there to reward them with the strawberry, they're never going to eat that broccoli because they never liked it. Anyway, right. does that make sense? Yeah. We want to make food be food. When we just see food as food, we allow our children to develop tastes, which, by the way, takes a lifetime. I'm still learning to like certain things. Yeah. Mm. Most, of, most of my friends are. You guys are as well. So you need to see it as this is just part of their learning. Broccoli's broccoli. Strawberries are strawberries. And if you're not right. eating the broccoli... It's okay. Just but, keep serving it and offer other stuff and offer it in other varieties. You know, like chop it up differently, call it mini trees. That's what I do. There are mini trees in our house. Who wants to chop off its head? Okay. Turn it into a game so and they might do it. Okay. okay. And what about punishing kids for bad behaviour? Mm -hmm. So I've done this like numerous times. I'm like, if you don't behave, I'm going to throw away all of your toys. And I get <laughs> a black plastic sack and I put them in. And Axel will go, okay, which ones? <laughs> <laughs> Like before, before I decide if I'm going to start behaving, like which ones are you going to throw away? Because I'm not really that interested. So is that should I do that or not? <laughs> what do you think, Georgia? No, no. You know my answer. You know what? The thing is with punishments, they don't work, but they do give us parents like this false belief of control and power. So when we feel really helpless when we grab a punishment, it's because we feel out of control. Yeah. And it can feel like, okay, I've got my control back. But often it doesn't do anything. Like, and it's long term. It doesn't make children learn anything. Again, it's a bit like the rewards. It's very similar, except it just makes kids feel bad. So then they also think you're bad and the flip side of that is they think you don't really love me because you've just taken something away from me so when they're really little the thing is Georgia your your example made me laugh you're doing good oh god I'm not yeah. joking my husband did this like three weeks ago. my husband oh, okay. three weeks ago he went if you don't do this I'm throwing this in the bin and I was like what are you doing but he was like I've lost it like I've lost all control yeah of well child. that's it isn't it yeah. it's like a last chance saloon isn't it yeah I'm the boss you have to you have to put it in yeah. the bin yeah. And then you have to get it out later. It's like exactly. a false threat, right? Covered in the yeah, broccoli you know, yeah. that you didn't eat yeah. earlier on for dinner. Um, is there anyone Five here pregnant, waiting, and already have a baby? Is anyone expecting their second in the audience? Okay, we've got one. Uh, any tips for managing a two-and-a-half-year-old when a new baby is on the way? Because that jealousy between, you know, your, your, your prince, the, the firstborn, and then the new one comes along, it's really hard. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. And over here. Um, oh, oh congratulations. and over where? where? Yeah, just done. And there, yes. Um, I think the way I think about jealousy is that it's a grief response in our kids, especially if they're toddlers. Actually, it doesn't matter what age they are. It is a grief response. It's a transition. Like, it's the biggest transition a family goes through, one of the big transitions a family goes through. And I think the thing to hold in mind is that your child is experiencing loss. So if you see jealousy, you need to, like, you know, just look that little bit deeper because your child is kind of in pain. And the best way to support you with this, because you are giving your child a sibling, which is a privilege and an honor. So it is like mm -hmm. a positive thing, but it's a process, right? It takes time to build a relationship. I always say, think of the first time you meet somebody, how long until you decide you like them or your friends. It takes a while. Yeah. And with babies, they don't speak, they just cry. So the relationship takes even longer. So just spend lots of one-on-one -on -one time with your older kid. Give them lots of love and lots of reminders that they've not been replaced. They are still very much valued in your family. They're very important. Yeah, I love that. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? And what about like teaching toddlers to be gentle? Because I guess mm-hmm. if you really want them to love the new baby, mm-hmm. you don't want to constantly be like, don't, don't touch, touch them. The like, what should you do? I would teach your child to be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. Sounds so easy. Um, Role play. So you can get dollies, role play with dollies, even before baby comes. Like, start to practice. And when you do, don't just say gentle hands. That means nothing to kids. Oh, God. Kind hands. Kind hands. <laughs> What's kind hands? I'm sorry, I don't actually know. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Just hold their hand like this and do it with them. You know, like, mm-hmm. stroke the baby or and teach them where it's okay to touch baby so tell them where they can rather than where they can't saying don't to a child doesn't like just actually if you say don't don't like hit their face kids will hit their face they just hear hit um, their face, yeah. they just hear hit their face so instead tell them you know you can touch their little feet or you can hold their little hand or even better things like sing to them or you know um, read them a little, tell them a little story or something. That's some of the nicest things like siblings can do. With there are some really one. nice books as well that you can mm-hmm. you can buy on Amazon or um, <laughs> that you can introduce as well. So you can give yeah. it to the older sibling, can't you? And kind of explain, yeah. yeah. And also, baby could bring a present to older sibling. I really like. Yeah, that's idea a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me in mm. your home. Like it's a really sweet thing. It's funny. We act. I bought this um, like Hot Wheels ramp or whatever for Gigi to give to Axel, and we had it out, didn't we, James? Remember in the hospital, and even. Even now, Axel's like, how did Gigi know? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, how have you not cottoned on to this yet? She obviously didn't pop out, not pop out, um, run to Smith's toy shop. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. how do we, let's move on to shy children. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't, I hate that word and I feel mm-hmm. like I hear it so much when, you know, a child doesn't want to like bound over to strangers and be like, hello, how are you? And they're like, oh, my child's a bit shy. But if your child is the child that likes to sit back yeah. and kind of observe... Needs a bit of time to warm up. There you go. Um, how do we encourage them to interact with, you know, other adults, other groups yeah. of children? Yeah. Because obviously we've been through two years of a lockdown, you know, mm-hmm. lockdown babies are a thing. They're not used to sort of interacting with other, yeah. other children. So any tips around that? Yeah. So, I mean, number one, you need to model it to your child. So just you do the interaction, let your child observe what that looks like. And secondly, this sounds really paradoxical, but if your child is slow to warm up, let them be slow. Okay. Because what's happening in their bodies is that they feel nervous. Mm. So what they need is safety before they can take that leap of conversation or joining in. So just say to your child, you can stay with me until you're ready to go or until you want to play. And when you give your child permission to stay, they often go. (laughs) 
Yeah. So honestly, it sounds really paradoxical, but it does happen. So you want to wait until they feel safe and then, okay. yeah. This question actually wasn't sent in by me, but it sounds like it could be. <laughs> Why does one of my children act out when at home, <laughs> behaves like an angel at school? That's so common. I think I don't know many parents who say that's not the case. Mm. It's because they feel safe at home. And what happens if they're at school is they, they have to deal with so much in a school environment. When I say this, it always pains me because I also have parents who say, why do we take them to school? School's really important. But also school is very stimulating and stressful to children. They have to do lots of things. You know, they get told to do a lot. They have to focus and think. And then there's all the stimulation of all the other kids. So they've bottled this up hugely yeah. all throughout yeah. the day. And then they come home and it's a bit like if you shake a Coke bottle, it just explodes. Yeah. So what often kids need after school is some kids need to run around, you know, let them, not in the house yet, let them, or in the garden if you've got one, but they need to let off the steam. And other kids need the quiet, kind of the quiet, cozy space. They need a bit of like downtime with a snack and just, breathe, I'm home, mm. let it all Safe go. Safe space. Yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's a bit like us after work. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but I know it's happened to me. Sometimes I come home from work and if it's been a heavy day, I need a bit of a moment before I have a conversation with yeah. my husband. Yeah. Otherwise I might bite his head off. <laughs> I anyway. thought, I literally thought you were going to say, oh yeah, like the real them is the one that's at home. And I was going to be yeah. like, oh, poor oh. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> what? Um, okay. Um, let's do how to explain to your child why another child has been nasty to them. I think this is coming up quite a lot because obviously, you know, our kids, Gigi's going yeah. to school next year, Kit started school this year. There's a lot mm. of like, oh, your child's been mean to my child. And I don't really believe that a four-year-old can be that nasty, mm. but I think it still comes up now. I feel, you know, when someone's not very nice to me, I'm like, I don't really understand why you've been yeah, that nasty it, to me. Yeah. So it's quite difficult to explain that to a child. I think if we're talking about early years and toddlers, it's really hard to explain it to a child. Yeah. So I think what I would do is get curious about how your child feels in that moment that somebody's been mean to them. That's what I would explore and think about with them. You know, really simply like when that child said that, called you a name or said that thing or did that thing, how did it feel? You know, what did you do with that feeling in the playground? Where did mm. you go? Because you're going to get so much information about what's happening for your child. And really, in the early years, the responsibility is on the adults. Like, it's on us and the teachers, like the adults around them, to protect them and look after them. So, if some like, bullying happens from, like, the yeah. age of two and a half. Okay, it's really hard, but it's true. So if you've got a four-year-old with really? another kid, yeah, 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 really early on. Wow. Really early. Oh, God. I know. But I don't, I mean, I don't like calling it bullying, but some kids will pick on other kids. They will. But do why that. do they do that? Like, what? Because they're not feeling good about themselves. What, what, why do yeah. we do it? Why do, why yeah. do like, I mean, do most it? of us, when we're in a good place, we're not mean about other people or mean to other people, right? Yeah. They're not in a good place. And it's about power and control. So often those kids are seeking power and control where they can find it. And if they don't feel like they have it in their homes, they will show it in their like school. school. Yeah. Yeah. James, James, you know what? This could be your question. Yeah. Um, how, like, what do we do with kids that have got a fear of losing? losing. Like, uh. <laughs> because we find this, like, at home, don't we, with Axel? Like, he actually doesn't want to do something if he thinks he's going to lose. Yeah. He only wants to do it if he thinks he's going to win. And, and if he doesn't win, even putting your pyjamas on first, he had a full breakdown last night. I mean, he was hitting out at James going, it's not a race. 
And James is like, is it? And James is, is laughing, going, yes, it is. Um, but everything's a race. Um, but yeah, like, what do you do? I think it's really common. Um, my daughter's always like running up the stairs going, I win. All I tend to say is, I'm, I'm not competing with you. It's okay that you're at the top before me. So, okay, so if your child is very, very competitive, try and find times where they're not doing something competitive, they're doing something with you that's collaborative. So it could be like building with bricks or blocks or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not a competition, you're actually team working. Same with other games, like think of games where you can teamwork or do things yeah. together. And if they're not very good losers, you do need to kind of play more games where they lose. Where they lose. Yes, I know it sounds lose. so hard yeah. and they need to learn how to lose, but also make yeah. sure that you model what it's like to lose. So if you're a really bad loser, that's also not gonna play out very well. Hi, guys, we're gonna need to wrap up the Q&A. Dr. Martin, yeah. you've been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Yay! Massive round of applause for the Oh, thank you so much uh, to Dr. Marta for coming on our live show. She was absolutely fantastic. And it was her first time ever yeah. sitting in front of an audience like that, doing something on stage. She smashed it. Brilliant yeah, woman. she really, really, really did. Yeah, um, we love her. We're not going to do our normal products um, that, we, that we usually do on a Friday, but we are just going to remind you about some of the offers that we had during the live event and just some of the brands that were part of the goodie bag. Um, I'm going to kick us off again with the Uncommon Wine, uh, just a reminder they're cans of sparkling wine they are absolutely gorgeous and um, perfect for just popping in the fridge if you just want a glass um, or as a stocking filler or something or a nice gift for a friend they are offering 40% off if you go to their website the website is we are the uncommon.co.uk and if you use the code mummas m-a-m-m-a-s 40 you'll get 40% off so good brilliant uh, I'm going to move on to um, bubblegum balloons okay who made yeah. the most incredible balloon arch for us this would be perfect if you've got a party or something coming up in the summer that you want you know something absolutely beautiful to take photographs in front of it, they just look they make any kind of area or space look absolutely beautiful like if yeah. you're doing something in a garden or you've got you know space to do it in your house whatever um yeah, a really really small business they um deliver all over the southwest as well and they use biodegradable latex balloons which we absolutely yeah. love so massive shout out and thank you to bubblegum balloons so good and then another reminder of a discount we've got 10 percent off with biosculpture now they are a gel now brand and they sell some at-home kits so if you go to their website and use the code made by mummers spell it how we spell it and um, you can get 10 percent off Okay, amazing. Another offer for you as well, because, you know, basically we're just opening up our massive sack and just giving you loads of treats. Um, Pearl's Potions, they are mini muffins. And one of our followers set up this um, amazing organic baby food company. The muffins are delicious. They're freezable, full of great ingredients as well, and a lovely gift to kind of maybe send to a friend who's just had a baby or just really handy to keep in the freezer for kids' parties or for yourself. So if you use the discount code MUMMERS20, you get 20% off. Yeah, and just to finish up a big thank you again to never fully dressed one of our absolute favorite fashion brands because they actually donated us tote bags for everybody with the beautiful boobs that they have on um so yeah thanks again and to gold collagen who were part of it as well amazing sheet masks um guys thank you so much for listening to today's q a as always please give us a little rate review and subscribe if you can yeah and we are planning episodes for next year so if you've got any feedback from the live like what you might want us to do or episodes you'd like us to cover the new year then please do drop us a message we're on at made by mamas on instagram or you can email us via the email that's in the show notes and we'll be back on Tuesday.
Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.